Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're going to talk all about the November 2022 stats from the Toronto Real Estate Board. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, welcome. I hope you are having a great day. Um, we are trying something new for the first time. We are <laughs> we are on Zoom video at the same time we are doing this podcast. So um, if we sound weird today, it's probably because we're looking at ourselves. And we just spontaneously just sure. <laughs> decided to try this. We're going to give it a go. Uh, yeah. As I was saying earlier, I wish I'd washed my hair, but there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, cares? yeah. In we the green scheme of things, who cares? In, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Who cares? Um we also had to position ourselves oddly because of the lighting in the room. So uh, occasionally I might be looking over there at nothing, but yes, it's really and I lovely. Find that I'm jerking my head <laughs> yeah. to look at Janelle, who is sitting right beside me. Oh boy! But instead, I'm I'm used to looking at Janelle when I talk. Yes, I'm not going to do that because you don't want to see a jerky head, do you? Well, probably not. So <laughs> we're just we're just going to figure it out. All right then. We're just going to figure it out. Um, we're going to talk about the stats today. It's uh, stats came out yesterday, late uh, this month for sure, um, and it's been odd. I was a little surprised. Was a little taken aback by what I saw this week. How about you? Um, maybe not as as much as you, because I think you uh, have been more of an optimist about this market than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you have. Um, repeatedly honed in on the fact that we may be seeing a new trend of prices going up month over month. And I've been um, leery of getting mm-hmm. too excited about that. So, um, you know, no, no, I would say I was not shocked. What yeah. were you surprised by? I thought that sales activity had picked up a little bit and that's not the case. And I also thought that prices had maybe picked up a little bit and that's not the case. So since August, we've been going up in price, and this is the first month that we've had a bit of a decline yeah, in price. Not, not gross. Not gross. But certainly not the trend that we've seen since August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not freaked by it, but I think it's definitely worthy of our conversation today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit first about sales volume. So let me just grab my notes here. Sales volume, wow, down like dramatically. Um, we're about almost 50% from last year. Yeah, that's, that's a big drop. It's a big drop. You know, in numbers, that's huge. It is. We always temper those numbers by reflecting back on how insane Mm -hmm. November, like the fall and early winter of 20, like the fall of 2021 and early 2022 were. So, you know, they were unprecedented, like huge number, grossly uh, exaggerated number of sales that we've never seen before, Mm -hmm. but still. Mm -hmm. Still shocking. And, uh, you know, this is how it is. Also, new listings way down. So they were down almost 9,000 units Mm -hmm. for for the month. Uh, And November's generally a decent month. Like, it's not not the best, but it's a a good month. Yeah, no, the fall is, is... 
is has been traditionally strong and it's kind of tapers off maybe around now mm-hmm. but yeah. november is usually pretty usually strong. pretty good mm-hmm. sometimes we, and we've talked about this before but a lot of it depends on the weather too so you know mm-hmm. if it's a terrible november we tends to be slower mm-hmm. warmer november tends to be a little bit mm-hmm. stronger if i recall last year december was also very strong i didn't th- yeah i don't think we had that typical drop no no so I mean, looking ahead to the next month's stats, who knows what we're going to see. But I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a similar drop. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, And as we've come out today, today is the 7th of December. And the Bank of Canada increased interest rates again today by uh, half a percent. Mm -hmm. A little higher than some people had anticipated. So, um, you know... The U.S. is going down, we're, we're going up, so I'm not really sure what, what to make of that, but uh, definitely will have an impact going forward for sure. Um, now, do you find people are getting used to it in your circles? Are they kind of just accepting of the interest rates, or, or how do you find people you are? You know, quite os- uh, uh, honestly, and I don't want to be Debbie Downer here, but I find people freaked. Yeah. I don't find people are getting used to it. Yeah. I think that it's alarming because it is so contrary to our experience for the last so many years yeah, that um, people are freaked. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what about you? I, I would say, it, yes, largely freaked. The, the odd person who seems totally okay with it. Um, and we're going to have to wrap our heads around it. I mean, can't can't go on forever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, you know. Did they indicate <sighs> I didn't read? Is this the last one to? Well, it's the last one for this year. <laughs> this is, well, we only crazy. have three weeks left, so that's good. I don't know. There seems to be. Uh, you know, they don't really say, um, I think, because it, it's early in the day, so we haven't heard a lot of speculation yet. Yeah, I haven't heard any commentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the notice I got on my phone this morning was that they had uh, risen by half a percent and that there was some indication that this will be um, the end. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I, I, I've, I think I've even said that two yeah. or three times before. So. I think that all along they said that this would be the last one. Yeah. I mean... I don't put any stock in a comment about that one way or the other. Yeah. No, I'm starting to. But I do find that, um, yeah, it's, it's, I would say that's what's having a huge toll on the market. Um, yes. It's having a huge impact yeah. and people's confidence is shaky. Yeah. People's um, nervousness is high. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people don't know what to make of it all. But there's a real concern that they're in trouble. Yeah, and I think that's not the case, you know, for people. And I think I wish that yeah. everyone just, you know, would sort of take a beat because yeah. at some point they will come down or they won't. But at the end of the day, this these they're still low. I know it sounds ridiculous, but compared to kind of the years that you and I have lived in in Toronto real estate, they you know they've they're still low. But that's an impossible argument to make. It, it absolutely yeah. is. When you've, ha- when you've enjoyed such low rates, like yeah. almost non-existent rates right. for so long to like, you know, I always used to, you know, my kids used to, this isn't the same, but, and I always come back to examples with my kids, but they used to talk about how, you know, when they did something, well, you know, Johnny did much worse than me. And right. I'm like, you know. Don't compare yeah, yeah. yourself to someone who did worse. Compare yeah. yourself to someone who did better. Better, right? And that is, it's that mentality that's 
so hard to break that I, you know, you know, I hear, I don't care if it was worse in the past. It hasn't been worse in my recent past. Right. What do I care about right. what happened in years gone by? It's going up. That's all I care about. Sure. But that's not the reality of life. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how anybody would enter into real estate ownership thinking that they were always going to be historically low. I don't think anyone actually ever really thought that. I think we all hoped it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But we know they've been warning us of these increases for years, mm-hmm. years and years and years. Yeah. And they introduced measures to try and mm-hmm. prevent Prepare. the crisis mm-hmm. that it might cause these mm-hmm. stress tests that are in existence now, mm-hmm. for example. Um, yeah. But um, so, you know, long winded answer to your question is I, I the most uh, common response I get from people is they're concerned. So who do you find right now are buying and selling? Like what are the types of scenarios or situations that people are in right now that would cause them to buy or sell? Well, clearly the most obvious one is um, people who are so tightly financed that these you know, relatively what we have just called minor Mm -hmm. adjustments really impact them and they see down the road how they're going to further impact them. So people, you know, who, um, are leveraged too greatly. Yeah. And, and so those are people, I guess, who need to sell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm starting to see that now. And that's what I wonder about. Primarily, I wouldn't say for, uh, most people's principal residents, it seems in my circles to be more for the investment properties. Um, you know, especially, and I get that because if you've got tenants in there who's, who are not paying current market value, but everything else has gone up, all your utilities mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. expenses and the mortgage, mm-hmm. you know, and your taxes, like it makes it very difficult to mm-hmm. make that work. So mm-hmm. I am seeing that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's been in my circles probably most of what I've seen. Yeah. I mean, and the other people who might be buying or selling right now are, you know, who people who I would think are the smart people who realize this is the time. Yes. Yeah. Of, since we've been in real estate, this is actually the best time to yeah. be buying. Yeah. And I'm actually also have investors looking to buy right now. Right. I'm searching for quite a few right. people at the moment who recognize this is a good opportunity for them. And the rents are so high right. that it makes sense for them to make right. a purchase so that's for a, a second property. So that's a second subgroup who might be active right now. Right. Um, and then as always, you have people going through life cycles and things happen and people have to sell always. So there's mm-hmm. always that common ground. I think our, you know, immigration projections for the next couple of years are huge. So that there, that's another subset who are going to be buying. Um, and uh, I think those are the, the key groups that I think of that yeah. are going to be active now, despite what's going on. What yeah, you, I totally Can you think agree. of any others? Um no, I mean, I guess I mean, like, you're you right know, about I, just general lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, there certainly are people entering into the market. There are, you know, still people making a lot of money, right, in in their careers. And there's a lot of industries that are doing very well. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are, you know, heading up the ladder, so to speak, mm-hmm. right now in certain sectors in particular. So I feel like those people still would be, yeah, you know, in the regular position they were in. And I would hope that renters wouldn't put off buying because of these interest rate changes because you know i don't know are interest rates going to go down again to those historic lows i don't know like 
we don't know that. Mm-hmm. So I would hate them to continue to, in my mind, just throw away their money. Right. Um, because right. of this, because you might be throwing it away for the next 10, 15 years if you make that decision. Yeah, you have to really analyze yeah. all the all the facts so. and all the data, but, you know, and get a variable rate that goes up and down with the, yeah. you know. So I hope renters realize that even if rates are increasing, mm-hmm. that it's better to, to pay that than than not and then to pay rent yeah um you know and you know people always talk about the fact that if you buy and sell in the same market almost what does it matter what does it matter Mm -hmm. yeah and they're having said all of that and we're going to go over these numbers in a second but there are still pockets of the gta that are incredibly strong Mm -hmm. um I was supposed to show a house uh this weekend in Coburg and they have four offers on it already it just came out two days ago so it doesn't it's not all the same you know we can't paint it all with the same brush for sure there are certain markets that are still very strong Mm -hmm. and if a house is good and it's priced well you know people Mm -hmm. will do well Mm -hmm. and then there's other markets that if it's if it's overpriced you're dead in the water just Mm -hmm. don't even bother Mm -hmm. yeah yeah pricing is more important than ever before for sure Mm -hmm. so okay let's go over the actual numbers uh so again we mentioned almost 50% 50% decline in sales volume. So, um, you know, our inventory is really at a crisis level, mm-hmm. um, which normally, if this was under normal circumstances, would put the um, sales prices up out of reach for anybody. Yeah. But because of the interest rates, it's kind of, um, you know, keeping that mm-hmm. tempered a little bit, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I know we talk about that every week, but I've never seen... You would think I was anticipating a lot more listings, a lot people, a lot more people trying to sell, but it's actually the opposite. Mm-hmm. So although I am seeing some people starting to feel the crunch or for whatever reason starting to sell, clearly not very many people. <laughs> so Right. And we talk always about it being, you know, always an issue of supply and demand. And um, you know, you know, thankfully, so far, um, you know, with the lack of inventory, prices are, are holding okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really are. Yeah, mm-hmm. it hasn't it hasn't been awful. Now, we have seen, as we mentioned, price... Not to interrupt you, but I realize now that I have no eyes. What do you mean? Look at, your eyes are open. My <laughs> eye, Like, I'm stretching mine open as wide as I can, but I have no eyes. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Zoom is never good for anybody. Um, Can we wear sunglasses? Yeah, and a, <laughs> we do this a mask, a sunglasses and a mask. <laughs> Actually, maybe what next time we'll just put on some makeup and get prepared <laughs> instead of just showing up. Like, why do we try it? <laughs> oh my god! Um, don't laugh at us, anyone. Don't don't judge us. <laughs> Mind in the comments. Um, okay, so uh, what the hell were we saying about? Uh, oh yeah, this was I thought was interesting. Uh, Treb really anticipates that over what they call the medium to long term, that um, this demand for housing will pick up huge. And so I would say, uh, I don't know what they consider medium to long term, but as we've been saying all along, I, I anticipate certainly, you know, by the middle of 2023, I think there'll be a really pent up demand. I'm already feeling it a little bit. People are really hoping something else will happen in the new year. So the you, so the buyers are there. I think we, the buyers are here. We just have yeah. to get people to list yes. for sale. Yeah, the buyers I think are here. Um, and I do have a few people who uh, will be listing in the new year, and I think they're waiting to see, you know, how things change. So I don't, by 
you know, under any circumstances, I don't think we're going back to crazy, the craziness of 2020 mm-hmm. by any stretch mm-hmm. this year. I, we will get there again. It, we have to, we just, we don't have enough supply in the market in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do feel like we will see, see things, you know, start to pick up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well now, yeah, I mean, I, I'm again being De- Debbie Downer, but if you, if you didn't have to, would you sell now? No. Right. No, but I would buy. Right. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we know this like throughout history is that, you know, people make a lot of money when we're in a recession. So although we are not officially there or are we, I guess it depends who you ask, but um, there's good opportunity right now to get in on the ground level of, you know, some investment type properties, even your own first property where, you know, yeah, maybe you're, you know, you're not getting exactly what you want because the interest rates are too high and your, and your mortgage, you know, monthly mortgage payments will just be too much, but just getting something mm-hmm. in anticipation of what the market is going to do in the next little while. Yeah. It's so funny that, um, you know, we back off when other people back off. Yeah. There's like a herd mentality to buying real estate even. So in those right. years where you were lined up on the sidewalk outside a house to see it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the days when we used to park our cars and submit offers Ugh. with, you know, yeah. 10 other people. You in know, the middle of February. That buying <laughs> circumstance versus now. Yeah. Um, why are you back? Why would you ever back off? Oh, I know. Right now? Yeah, yeah. Other than there's nothing to buy. Right. That's the only thing. Yeah, reason. there really is nothing to buy. That's the problem. Yeah. I have a couple of people desperate. Yeah. And yeah. when they find something to buy, they've got something to sell. But right now, their house isn't on the market. Right. Because there's nothing they've got for them nothing to buy. To buy. It's, so what do you do? And then you've got some sellers, and we, and we talk about this every week too, still living in 2020. So they're just not aware right. or accepting of they, the current the situation. ongoing disconnect between buyers yeah. looking forward and sellers looking to the past. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we better get to this. Yeah, more details. Yeah, so... Um, as we talked about, so from August to October, prices started to climb up a little bit, tiny little bit every yeah. month. Yeah, negligible. Yeah, like 1%. Yeah. Probably not statistically significant, but certainly not going down. Yeah, uh, but from October to November, they've come down, again, not significant, but a little tiny bit. Um, in most segments, not all segments though. Um, so let's first talk about what's happening this this month, so November, um, we had a seven point two percent year over year decline, all types of product, all areas across in the, the GTA. Yeah, just the, the big number across everything. Yeah, that's a significant number. It's significant, um, but as I think I'll show you in a second when we see how you know we compare last year to twenty twenty, you know we're still doing very well. Yeah, and right. you know, I, I say it's it's a significant number, but it's irrelevant at the same time. Exactly. I mean, I don't like looking at those global numbers because real estate is such a local game. It is. And uh, yeah. the variations across locations are significant. Exactly. And so looking at that, you know, big, it's like looking at, you know, a number across Canada. Well, how's that yeah. relevant to you in East York? Exactly. It's not. That's right. So we had an average price in the 416 of a detached of 1.56 million. Mm-hmm. And the average in the 905 was 1.329. Yeah. 
that represented, so the detached, actually the semi-detached segment had the biggest hit this month, which was interesting. Uh, but from a detached perspective, that represented a 13.8% decrease from last year in the 416 and a 10.9% in the 905. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, that does sound more dramatic from a detached perspective, but just to kind of, you know, bring that around to what was happening the year before, the average price in the 416 was 1.477 and it was 1.124 in the 905. So we're still up a fair bit over 2020, but in the detached segment uh, in the 416, not as much as I would have liked to have seen, but a hundred thousand. But, you know, and we've talked in the past about this, that I'd like to forget 2021 entirely. And I find any comparisons to 2021 um, difficult to accept. I think it is much more telling to compare to 2020. Yeah. Uh, 2021, you know, in my mind should not have happened. Yeah. And so when you look at, you know, so people always complain that real estate agents look to numbers to kind of suit their needs. But, you know, 2021, I think has to be universally recognized as such a, you know, gross blip. Yeah. Across um, the board, like everywhere. Yeah. And around the world. Yeah. And so looking at 2019, 2020, you know, you know, when you compare to those, I think we're doing really well. Yeah. And that's the way I think is the only way you can look at it. Yeah, who I, cares what I we're agree. doing? I almost think who cares what we're doing compared to 2021? I know, I know. Yeah. It's almost like you we know, want to just if you did something that. in 2021, you were lucky. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, I mean, unless you were a buyer, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, it was not realistic, not sustainable for sure, no. and I think not particularly relevant. So I hate that we always are stuck in this traditional mode of looking year over year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. When there's wartime, when there's global pandemic, you maybe don't look year. Yeah. Anyway, that's my personal yeah. opinion. So when you compare these numbers to uh, 2020, we're looking strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Especially in the 905. So forget what would have happened in 2021. It happened and it shouldn't have happened and it's over. That's it. You know. Says us. <laughs> you know, the G- real estate in the GTA is such a wise and strong yeah. investment. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh, you know, there are going to be blips in mm-hmm. any investment. You yep. know, any financial advisor tells you just, you know, stay the course and not look at any little blip yep. and read anything into it. But we keep doing this mm-hmm. month after month and we keep looking at the blip. Yeah. So. Um, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, know. Condos uh, were down the least um, in terms of, well, actually, that's not true. The townhouses in, and this is kind of a weird number because there really aren't that many townhouses in Toronto, but townhouses were up over last year, 1.4%. Yes. Um, but down in the 905. Yeah, no, that, that gels with my experience. Yeah, I can't yeah. figure it out. Yeah. I think because um, they're cheaper anyway. Like people are but trying then why to. Would, wouldn't, uh, why is the result there so different yeah, than a know. similar, like a semi-detached? I'm not sure. Like I mean, they, townhomes are cheaper than semi-detached, but so maybe people are just going for the least expensive option. Which is why maybe find. condos are still doing okay. Yeah, condos not bad. We're down 1.5% from last year. Average condo price in the city was seven thirty-five. dollars mm-hmm. um, But in the 905, they were up 0.3%. Not much, but up from last year. Yeah, I don't so, get that, but that's great. Me either. I can't really think why that would be. I don't, I mean, I think it's the same kind of thing, um, you know, 
when interest rates go up and all of a sudden our borrowing power is a lot less, we're looking to less expensive homes and condos and townhouses are less expensive. Condos in the 905 are less expensive. So I think, uh, you know, people are heading to the 905. People still, some people still really want to buy, right? So that seems to be where they're thinking they're going to get the best value probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, I think um, what they're saying, what the Toronto Real Estate Board is saying, and this makes total sense to me, is most of these declines that we're seeing are from the high-end market. Yeah. So uh, to some degree in the detached market, market in general, but also we sold a lot less expensive detached homes in the last couple of months as we did last year. Yeah. Because, uh, and then that makes sense. Like there's just not a lot of inventory on the market. Everything that's coming on the market is, is a uh, little less expensive, right? We're not necessarily selling the multi, multi, multi million dollar homes that we were, right? We've, we've had less $10 million units go for sale. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So it, it's always, you know, taking it with a, a grain of salt. And that's why, you know, we always tell people to, you have to look at your specific neighborhood, first of all, in, in isolation. You know, if you live in Lawrence Park, you have to be looking at Lawrence Park. Right. Detached in Lawrence Park. It's a, it's a local yeah. business. Really local. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, you, you, we throw these numbers around and I get people saying to me, well, I heard that blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, yeah but not where you live. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for the for the good or the Both bad. Both to your neighborhood and the kind of property you're talking about. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, you know, we just have to really start to think about where our real estate goals are as buyers and sellers and how that's going to work into... 2023 are we going to put stuff off can we put things off are we just going to move forward can we accept the interest rates as they are um you know there's a lot that i think people need to start thinking about because Mm -hmm. we can't we can't sit on the fence forever or maybe we can i don't know it seems like we are but at some point there's a lot of fence sitting there's a you know paralysis by analysis going on yeah you know and uh, inertia for sure yeah for Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's going to be an interesting spring market i think you know well if as you you suggest that there's going to be this pent-up buyer demand um you know that will open up Mm -hmm. the market a bit and you know probably result in more listings um i hope so mm -hmm. yeah i'm certainly and you know we we live in a bit of a bubble i guess right because i only have i'm only dealing with certain people so um but the people that are in my circles have been waiting, 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 waiting for inventory. Yes. And then I've got a lot of people who want to sell, but they're just waiting for right. the spring. So right. I think it's, well, yeah. maybe it will all align and, and we'll just get, you know, more people feeling the same way. And But it's definitely a time when you um, buy before selling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, so the people who are waiting to sell, have are they, yeah. are they actively looking to buy now? I don't think so. I think they, I think that, I mean, I think everyone will sell first, I think, right? Like you have to sell, you have to, is that what you just said? Cause that, yeah, you have to sell first. Except there's so little for sale. Yeah. But you don't know what you're going to get yeah. for your place. Like, oh my God. I so mean, you, unless you've got some real winner of a property, I, I feel yeah opposite. I, yeah. I wouldn't, I would not be buying you know, Cause you do right hear now. people saying, um, they want to know what money they have to work with for mm-hmm. the purchase. And more and more, I'm he- hearing people saying they'd be okay renting. 
Right. And like what would happen if, if you didn't sell it all? Place. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff that's not, I mean, I've got, you know, I'm trying to sell that one particular place. I think I've mentioned yeah. for mm-hmm. several weeks in a row and they bought first and, yeah. uh, they're not selling because they have an unrealistic expectation of what their place yeah, is I worth. I guess it all, there are going to be people for sure yeah. who's, um, who can buy first. Yeah. And there are going to people be people who want that certainty of having a place yeah. before, and they can, they're in a position that they can afford to do that. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of those people, a lot. Yeah. But for the average person, yeah, you're probably right. You need to sell first. Yeah. Because you need to know what you're working with and you need your you need to know you're actually going to sell. Yeah. Unless you have money to carry two places, which yeah. most people don't. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else you want to add before we carry on? Not really. Um, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's a time of transition and change is always hard. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a time of year where we're traditionally, it's December 7th, slowing down anyway for, yeah. for at least a month. Yeah. And so it feels kind of blah. Yeah. Um, Although I always enjoy it. This is like my favorite. This is the only time of year I kind of feel like I can just kind of take a breath without not feeling, you know, guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, um, yeah, no. So it's quiet. And um, those are the numbers. They are. They are what they are. Yeah. Don't let don't hear what you hear with. Yeah. Um, a grain of salt. And I think the key messages in the news are, um, you know, listen to the source, understand, mm-hmm. you know, I still hear people say sales are down. Like my house is worth 50% less yeah. than it was last month. Like mm-hmm. here. So listen to what is being yeah. said Yeah, and um, carry on. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. Be reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Just be reasonable. Don't yeah. panic, everyone. Don't yeah. panic. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Well, I guess that's about it. Uh, we will continue to keep you updated on what's going on in the real estate market, as always. Are we going to take a, a Christmas break or are we going to keep going? I mean, I guess we'll be here next week and then after that, mm-hmm. probably take a break for a couple of weeks and then be back in January, I guess. I haven't really talked about this. I haven't talked about it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, Are you guys dying to hear and see us? Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell. I got to go have an eye lift between now and next week. (laughs) (laughs) And makeup. We'll show up. We'll be all dolled up next week. Clean hair. (laughs) Clean hair. Maybe fancy. Isn't the best. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait for it. Just wait for it. (laughs) Oh dear. Now we set ourselves up. That's right. (laughs) Well, you're Uh, stunning. You. uh, Oh, stop. You look like you came in knowing you were going to do this. Oh yeah, right. Anyway, thank you, but. Uh, okay. Embarrassed. So we will, <laughs> we will see you next week. Uh, my, our Instagram is still hacked. So please don't, I mean, don't unfollow us because we're going to get it back. Just don't engage with the hackers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the, uh, Janelle Cameron team on Instagram. So, um, we are still, we are hoping to come back. We are doing what we need to do. If anyone out there has any ideas or solutions, please let us know. Um, but, uh, yeah, don't unfollow us. Just hang tight. We'll get it back eventually. I have hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise you can follow us on Facebook page, Janelle Cameron team. You can follow us on YouTube, uh, which may be where you're seeing this. So make sure you're following us there and, um, and you know, reach out with any questions. And in the meantime, we wish you happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. 
But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.